And welcome aboard to our final Zav Chat of the first half of this wonderful 2023. Shane Healy again with uh, Nick Francis, our school captain, and of course our principal, Mr William Doherty. We uh, happily call him Bill on the Zav Chat and he's quite happy with that. Today, two special guests, and they are Nick Francis and Bill Doherty, because we thought at the end of the first half of the year, we'd do some looking ahead in the crystal ball to the second half of the year. So much exciting stuff going on. We're looking back a week ago, talking to a lady who'd climbed Mount Everest. It's hard to believe. Bill, it's just been a fantastic first half of the year. You must be pretty excited. I am, Shane, and uh, I think it's um, certainly through our episodes here, it's just continued to build momentum, but that's just simply a reflection of what actually happens at Xavier College. And as you reflect back through all of our speakers over the course of the term, there's just not only great inputs, but there are great people who surround our students, who are giving them messages, who are just part of the Xavier community and adding value to the students, Nick. And I guess, have have you found that and do you think the student body's found that? Yeah, I think definitely. Um, I mean, we're all very grateful for all the guests that come on our show and um, and all the years that listen um, to the special guests that we get because, um, I mean, we can learn so much and they've got such great stories to tell. And, I mean, we're the real lucky ones. We get to hear um, all the cool things that they've done and all, all the lessons that they can sort of pass on to us. So I think it, it's been great and there's even better things to come. There is. And, and I think, though, we've got this little way of being able to share those with the students. So I think, you know, back to Nick Martin telling his story, you know, to a full great hall. I think of Raf Wong and that incredible episode. Uh, obviously, Jane, you know, last week, but Helen Ford then at an earlier episode, and that was the Maytime Fair. Uh, Michael Sasser, who's who's spoken spoken on a number of occasions to our um, to our student bodies, both at Burke Hall uh, and over at the senior campus. So. These are great inputs for our, for our student community and they, they're the better for it. And it's been incredible. Some of the biggest feedback I've had was around our chat to Brett Collison, who runs our Burke Hall campus. I thought, Nick, we might try and get the ball rolling with your experience of Burke Hall because I know you've been getting down to Burke Hall a lot, meeting a lot of the younger boys, year six, year seven, year eight, etc. Uh, how are you seeing that and uh, what's their vibe as they look ahead to uh, being at Barker's Road in the next stage of their journey? Yeah, well, I think it's definitely fair to say there's a lot of excitement about coming up to the Sandy campus. Um, I remember when I was in year eight, I couldn't wait to get up here because um, it is certainly very exciting looking up at the big school and you're like, one day I'm going to be here and it's, it's just going to be great, um, which it has been for me. I've greatly enjoyed my time here. Um, but yeah, the uh, Burke Hall liaisons and I, we went down to Burke Hall a few weeks ago and we had a chat with um, all the year eight student leaders and um, the general sort of consensus and vibe was that they are all really excited to come up to the Sandy campus. Um, you know, it's a big step, but it's a step that I think sort of every Zavarian dreams of having when they're down at Burke Hall and um, yeah, I think there's certainly a lot of excitement for that. But then we can also sort of think about the year sixes. You know, they're going to be coming up to the Sandy campus next year. Um, it's, you know, turning into a 7 to 12 campus. So I think um, there's definitely like more build up and more buzz about coming to the Sandy campus than ever because, um, I mean, there's more boys coming over. Correct. And Shane, it's remarkable to think this will be our biggest transition ever. Uh, there'll be 500 students plus uh, coming onto the senior campus for the first time. The eights to nines is a really normal one. Nick was part of that. But all of a sudden, we've got year seven and year eight uh, of 2024 also arriving for the first time and walking, in obviously, to a new building. So it will be really exciting. We can get, um, and we can maybe talk later about some of the building work, but we're always about the people and we're always about what will the experience be like 
uh, for those students. And I'm getting excited because I think of Nick and all of his great cohort of Year 12 boys who have led just magnificently through this year. Just thinking of them being able to get into the building on a, on a regular basis with those students. Nick, I don't know if you've got a sort of a take on that, but that's a leadership at its best. Yeah, I think definitely. We'll be, we'll be more accessible to the younger students, I think, um, having the Year 7 and 8s here. And I think when I think back when I was in Year 7, you know, if a Year 12 came down and spoke to me, it was the best thing ever because um, mm. you look up to these guys so much. So, you know, if our um, year level class of 2023 can try and get down and give back um, to, you know, those Year 7 and 8s and get to know them because, you know, they're just going to be on our – 200 metres down the road in the in the Costco building, I think that we can certainly um, sort of build up those relations more. Plus, we can get them involved in Sandy Campus life more. We can go down and we can say, you know, get down to the Sandy Campus musical, get down to Xavier versus Skevs this weekend. Um, whatever's on, they can sort of become really involved in and hopefully they can feel really welcome here at the Sandy Campus. And Nick, uh, it's really interesting that you're saying all of those things because that's probably the dream. And one of the lines that we used as we... Um conjured up this um, structure and, and, a, and a new vision for Xavier was that little boys learn from best from big boys and that's you know the doff of the cap to the to the leaders of the college uh, and as you said a, a year seven boy grasps every syllable and word that a that a year 12 leader or year 12 student um, gives but also the, the second bit of the line was that and our senior students are a better version of themselves when they're leading and they've got a responsibility for their Xavier little brothers and we speak often about that so um, it's coming to life which is exciting. And as it comes to life it's great to be able to look back. I was actually at the board meeting when Bill you first brought this idea to the board. You had a vision that's six seven years ago now uh, as to where the college might move and at the end of the day here we are on the cusp of that which is really exciting and I'd like to hear from you in terms of what 2024 is going to be. And you know what, Shane? There was a picture that went with those words, and the picture was of a little bloke. He was at Costco Hall at the stage. At that stage, he had uh, just competed in one of his first APS Athletics Championships. He'd run his absolute heart out. Uh, he was a younger student than many of the others who were competing in his particular race. He came towards the, the end of the field and you could see he was almost um, devastated, you know, that he wasn't able to deliver more for his college. But one of the cheer captains picked him up, threw his uh, red blazer onto him, put him on his shoulders and the whole Xavier army singing, we love you because you're a Xavierian. And this little bloke walked away, uh, you know, eight feet tall after that one. His father, who'd been a champion uh, sportsman himself, during his time, I uh, looked on at this whole moment and uh, I think it was one of his proudest days ever at the college, well and truly trumping any of his own accomplishments on the sporting field and thought to ourselves, you know what, if, if that's what it's about, um, which is what Xavier is about, um, we're, we're on to something pretty good. So I'd love in this final Zavchap episode of the first half of the year for you to give us a Bill Doherty tour through the seven and eight building because it's a long way now toward being completed. I got a tour just a week or two ago and I was blown away because it takes in a lot. It takes in classrooms. You go down to where the car park, the transport hub is going to be. There's a whole set of change rooms down there. I don't think many of our families and our boys yet really know how exciting this is. So could you take us for a little Doherty tour? 
in words? It was a great moment because uh, two weeks ago now, I think it would have been Nick, just as we came back from the long weekend, he was the college captain with his extended family, brother, father, uh, grandfather. Nah, just just, just dad. Just dad. Brother, okay, yeah. I'm getting excited because there was yeah. heaps of that. Four generations uh, there, I think, was the best on the day. Some have got five. One goes back to five. But um, the Generations Breakfast was down there. Great idea to have it uh, right on the edge of the roach. We were looking up, looking at these new change rooms coming to life right on the edge of the chapel oval. Uh, the, the fence is now complete at the top, but there'll be four state-of-the-art change rooms, rubberized surface uh, across the floor, um, end-of-trip facilities, uh, and certainly a, a better greeting for, for visitors and their ability to, to access amenity. Uh, a uniform shop right as you go into the car park that boys will be able to get whatever they need and their parents can make sure that that's in, in the case as well. This enormous car park, uh, which has got up to 40 electric charging um, stations available, but a, and a, we'll have a great drop-off facility, 250 um, car parks, uh, so that all of the, the enormous volume of um, events that occur at Xavier can be really well accommodated now for people right on site. So take us on a little car trip. You've turned left off Barker's Road or right into the driveway. What happens? Uh, I'll be on a, going through a beautiful new set of gates. I'll be going up a resurfaced driveway. I'll be then veering left near the beautiful big gum and going in under a car park, maybe a little chance of a, a bit of a welcome screen as you go through. I'd be uh, then veering left around the uniform shop be driving quite some distance, probably about 120 odd metres. To the north? To the, to the north, uh, heading towards Jellybrand's, the old Jellybrand Street e um, exit. Uh, I'd then be veering around, I've got about 17 bays to drop my son off there, uh, and then proceeding back out uh, around. But if I was, my son was to hop out of that car, he'd walk up a little set of stairs with a lift access as well, and then he'd have this beautiful new seven and eight building right in front of him with a chapel over to the right. So if we keep going up there, the first thing it hit will be the um, the Cosca Chapel. Uh, it, it will be a, um, an extraordinary space of sort of more intimate gathering, but it will have this incredible stained glass um, crown up and set into the, the ceiling, which is obviously the, the stained glass from from the old Costco Chapel. That will be absolutely magnificent. Amazing. And a whole lot of thought going into the lighting, etc., to, to really um, pronounce that. Uh, you then go up an enormous learning street, a huge big void with glass on the right-hand side, letting um, light in and being able to see the glimpses of the, of the beautiful Memorial Chapel. Uh, and then you'd come to one of uh, what will be four neighbourhoods, two year seven neighbourhoods, two year eight neighbourhoods. So explain a neighbourhood. So a neighbourhood chain, um, we relationship and that whole sense of house and connection is incredibly important to us. So the house concept really in the seven and eight will be year level based, but it will have a significant pastoral leader ahead of year, uh, um, overlooking a large breakout area that will encourage a whole lot of diverse learning experiences uh, before and after school, etc. But then five classrooms that will be the predominant classrooms um, for certainly the seven and eights. They won't, we don't want them stuck in a neighbourhood. We want them moving up and through the building on a regular basis and the sevens and eights is mixing really well together. But they'll also then have a, a whole resources area of their own. So that's a, you know, a, their own independent library space. They'll have a, a, a digital and a design technology laboratories. Right. They move into their own science laboratory and their own art rooms. 
uh, and then be able to go up through the stairs and up towards the West Wing and rub shoulders with the sevens and eights, you know, offer their music, offer maybe an additional bit of science in a senior laboratory once a cycle. These are the things that uh, are being explored. So that's something that quite a lot of people have asked me. Will all these new year seven and eights ever go up into the the real big school up with the rig quad? But the answer to that sounds like it's yes. Absolutely yes, yeah. And we want them to have their own precinct and be very comfortable there. But we'd also like the senior students down into the building. You know, we're envisaging certainly in the first few years having a number of, of senior VCE classes that are able to move into that particular space as well. As we were talking before with Nick, you know, we'd love his prefects and, and other year 12s and other leaders through 10 and 11 to be able to merge down and be able to accompany uh, those boys and, and offer them guidance and direction through the school and be able to highlight, you know, some of the events that are, that are coming through and how as a variant holds himself. And I think that's really important. Yeah, that all sounds really cool. From a student's perspective, I think that's certainly, that sounds amazing. Um, and I think certainly getting able to get down, um, that's a really good idea to have, you know, have a few senior classes down in the, that Costco building and bring the year seven and eights up and sort of get them really included and involved in this senior campus life. Um, but yeah, all those buildings, that sounds genuinely incredible. And when we were having a chat about this episode earlier, Nick, I know you were a bit blown away by all these, all these other smaller projects that uh, are going to happen literally over the next six months. Do you want to talk to Bill about those? Yeah, well, you were saying, there are heaps of small little projects that people may not necessarily realise or know that are going on. So um, what are those ones? Yeah, and they're sort of, if you like, right on the edge of this big central precinct, as we've called it, Nick. So, you know, on the western edge, um, we would like to be able to um, ensure that the uh, flow from this beautiful new promenade that goes right around the Chapel Oval is able to um, segue itself nicely into the into the sports area. So just to be able to finish off in front of the grandstand, uh, new bleachers and a new entrance point there for, to go into the sports centre I think is really important. Much and needed. I'm, and I'm sure the Army will love will love that and give them a real home behind those behind the posts. Definitely. Uh, a, a new canteen. So really important. We felt that the sevens and eights had their own space for recess and lunchtime, but you look at the volume of students who uh, you know are training before school and after school to enable them to have a really great nutrition precinct so they can get their food before going off to class and actually have a really good amenity there. So that will come in right on the edge of the swimming pool area. So basically sitting above that back soccer oval, is that about where it is? That's right, yeah, Shane. And just so right on the edge of the promenade, you can access it from the from the car park. And even then the thought of, you know, at... at at 9.30 after, 9 o'clock after dropping uh, children off, that mums can also gather there and have a cup of coffee and catch up. And that'll be really important too when the new Year 7 cohort comes to life. So we think it'll have great um, vibrance and and be a real asset to all members of our community. Uh, And then go to the other side of the oval, we... um, uh, know that we need to have you know, good disability access and new um, entrance pathways that go through. But one thing we've been mindful of a while, that big southern forecourt, that lovely entrance up to the Memorial Chapel and the South Wing and those lawns, uh, it's pretty congested. There's no footpath. Uh, students walk regularly through the drive and the car park itself. So uh, we need to finish that off and that will be a beautiful big um, forecourt over towards the Morris Wing as you're heading into the Montague Quad. Uh, a real gathering space there, the ability to have a simple drop-off for senior students only, uh, and then to be able to um, have a, a beautiful entrance in through the Memorial Chapel and the West Wing heading up to the, the South Wing as well. A whole rethought through um, landscape 
and again taking cars out of the space wherever possible yeah. so that we're prioritising the pedestrian and the cars can uh, disappear under that chapel over. And talking about a rethink, even Burke Hall's going to get a nice little rethink as well. Exactly. Look, we think Burke Hall will breathe and it will be the most amazing little junior school. So already Year 3 and 4 have gone across to the Mannix building uh, and they're loving that new precinct. Fives and sixes will be able to move into a new zone themselves. Uh, we think the Mary MacKillop can be a quite extraordinary centre for specialist learning, certainly embracing STEM uh, and, and additional resource areas, etc. some sports science and other things. Brett Collison's got some great um, thinking in that Exciting. particular space. Yeah. But also a new reception area right at the front. Again, that's just as important from a safety and, and, and child-first perspective uh, as it is of a point of real welcome. So that whole entry into the beautiful Burke Hall Chapel can be rethought and reshaped. And so we've got a whole new landscape uh, coming to life, we imagine, at Burke Hall as well. Well, Nick, we're halfway through your year 12 and your year as school captain. You've got three weeks to have a big, deep breath coming up by the end of the week. One highlight of the year so far and... Uh, Maybe what's also on the agenda for your little well-earned break? Um, I'll give myself some time to think of the highlights. So I'll answer the agenda first for the holidays. Um, I'm going on Kairos as a student leader. Fantastic. Um, which I'm really looking forward to. I went on Kairos um, as a retreatant uh, exactly one year ago. So I'm returning to that and that will be... Um, I'm very much looking forward to that. Pretty event. special experience, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Um, and then heading up to Noosa with the family. Um, which would be lovely to just have a break, uh, recharge the batteries, go for a surf and just chill out with the family. So that would be nice. And uh, I'll give you a bit of time to think of your highlight. Uh, yeah. Bill, three weeks off. I think you're zipping and zipping and maybe taking a little break somewhere. Oh, I am, Shane. Uh, so uh, almost immediately after this, um, we're uh, actually up to Japan. Uh, with, And I look forward to sharing a little bit more detail about this when I return, but really hoping on a, on a partnership with a, with a leading school in Tokyo that we think will bring our languages program up to life. Brilliant. Uh, and then a chance also to get to some of our Jesuit schools in the UK. There's a few uh, bits of thinking there. Again, I might unpack that a little bit more when I get back and hope it's successful. But uh, we've got a few students abroad as well. It'd be nice to touch base with them. But things like gap programs and connectivity on an international program level with um, fellow Jesuit schools, but also just with the world. These are the things that bring Xavier education to life. So I'll share a bit more when I get back. Uh, excellent. And make sure Tarina insists on a few quiet days for yourself. So, Nick, one little highlight as we finish our first half of the year? Um, I think it's the same highlight that I said at this same episode last term. It was um, that day where Jimmy Power did his voluntary mass. Fantastic. And the first um, home cricket game was played in front of the Army. That's still my favourite day, I reckon. Well, Bill, have you got one or will we leave that for the end of the year? Oh, look, I, uh, I, I'm i still buzzing a little bit from uh, our last episode, but for me, probably it's actually just the, the plethora of wonderful um, speakers that we've had, not just who have come into ZavChat, but actually knowing how they've connected into the broader community. And, you know, if it was one listening to Raf Wong maybe, you know, singing in the in the, in the the great hall with teachers who'd inspired him right still there in front of him, um, that was that was pretty hard to beat. A fantastic last episode for the half year, Bill and Nick. Enjoy your well-earned breaks and uh, we'll regather possibly around the topic of artificial intelligence when we return in Term 3. There's a little teaser for everyone. Please follow us on Spotify and we'll resume in July. Thanks for listening, everyone. <laughs>